God gave you 100,000 watts of power, but it's up to you to put them to work. This is the John Adams Radio Show, bringing you truth, justice, and the American way of making money. I'm John Adams. Seated firmly in the free enterprise chair, speaking directly into the golden EMR microphone, this is Excellence in Betty Radio. Coming to you live from Southern Command Headquarters on beautiful St. Simons Island, the crown jewel of Georgia's coastal empire, thence 313 miles in a northwesterly direction to our flagship station, AM920, The Answer. Thence 23,300 miles directly into outer space. This week affiliates, SATCOM 5. How did you know, Senior Network Engineer, Chancellor of the Exchequer, Mike Roy? I don't think it's ever been anything else. <laughs> no, I think one week we got oh. notice from, from uh, AT&T Long Lines Division that it was going to be SATCOM 4. Oh, that must have been an off week. <laughs> I, 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 you know, they just notify us and... I pass it along to the affiliates. <laughs> all right. Then free broadcast all across the Fruited Plain to our vast EMR radio network. This week, 331 stations plus the island of Guam. And as the sun rises on the American Empire, our long national nightmare is nearly over. Oh, uh, well, how many of you raise your hands, please? How many of you caught the Republican debate? Everybody. <laughs> I thought Donald Trump had a bad night. I mean, he started off, the, the first thing that was he started off being booed. And I, I just, I just don't, I, I don't know. I just don't see him as president of the United States. Now, I will say this. It would be an improvement over what we have now from the perspective of small business. But in the words of our next president, Carly Fiorina, the government of the United States is crushing the small business person. The weight of paperwork, the weight of regulations and their unintended consequences is crushing America's small business, and this is where the lifeblood of America is. Two out of every three new jobs are created by small businesses. And somebody, you can't expect Hillary to change anything, and you certainly can't expect Obama to change anything. I wonder if Jeb Bush will change anything. Because his brother didn't, and his father didn't. Sorry. I mean, I'm just telling you all the truth. I am uh, very impressed with Carly Fiorina. I am very impressed with Dr. Ben Carson. I'm not sure with Dr. Carson whether it's because I agree with him so much as I admire his journey. Here is a man who, when you listen to him talk, when you listen to him react to questions, there is a self-confidence there and a depth of character that is palpable. And 
if we could get more people like Dr. Ben Carson in government and less people like Donald Trump in government, we'd be better off, I think. I have questions about his qualifications to be president. I'm not saying he couldn't do it. I think he would do an excellent job. But I'm not sure we want a president who is learning on the job. But I leave that open for your consideration. But I was blown away by Carly Fiorina, and I have to admit I had not given her a second look before the debate. And she did very, very well, I thought. Mr. Chancellor, what did you think? You watched this, I'm sure. Well, I I watched some of it, not all of it, and I agree with what you were saying about Trump. And um, interestingly enough about Ben Carson as well. You know, he was, when, when he first appeared on the scene, I really didn't know anything about him. And when I know nothing about someone, I do them the courtesy of not commenting on them. If I, just, if I don't know anything about you, who the heck am I to say, oh, he's good or he's bad? The more that I discover about him, the more impressed I am. That always that seems to be the case usually when we have an election with no incumbent also. So like yes. whoever gets ultimately gets the nominee, we still don't know that much about them, regardless well, of who it'll be. And and maybe that's a good thing. I mean, we know everything about Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't want to know anymore. That's right. <laughs> and he certainly is an attractive figure in terms of speaking his mind and having achieved a tremendous amount of personal success. And I'm not trying to take that away from him. I'm just saying that I overall am impressed with the field of candidates. And as a lifelong Georgia Democrat, um, I will not be able to hold my nose and vote for Hillary Clinton. I can just tell you right now. Um, I, I am looking for someone that can change the direction of the United States of America fundamentally back toward the Constitution of the United States. Well, we could see Clinton versus Bush again. It's possible. You know, th- this whole idea of the the it becomes almost. Uh, To me, one of the things that distinguishes the United States of America, the reason we're exceptional, is that we believe our freedom is given to us by God and not by a king or a queen. And if we have another Bush or another Clinton, this thing becomes almost two families governing America. That's right. (laughs) And surely... Surely it's time to move on. <laughs> You're right. In the last 28 years, only eight of those years have been run by someone not named Bush or Clinton. Well, that's that's sad to me. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm not knocking anybody in particular, but the reality is that during that time period, we have seen on both the Republican and the Democrat side an explosion in the size of government, an explosion in um, entitlements, an explosion in poverty, if you call that poverty, and an explosion in entitlements and um, 
unemployed and underemployed Americans. And I'm not sure that's much of a legacy for our children. We've also seen an explosion in America's national debt, which I, for one, am, am embarrassed by terribly. And yet I realize there are a lot of people who would say, well, what difference does it make? Or, in the words of Hillary Clinton, at this point, what difference does it make? Yeah, that's that's her. <laughs> that's her. Whoo! Oh, mercy. Well, anyway, wait, let's get off the subject of politics and back onto the subject of real estate, because I believe that for most Americans, the best investment they ever make is in their own home. And I'd like to talk with you about it at 404-371-8000. If you're out of town, that number is 888, what is it, uh, 266, well, what is, the, what is the long it distance? It's 888 Thank you. 920 Thank you. I, cool. I, I, that's right. Well, <laughs> here I was, here I am at Southern Command Headquarters, and I, believe it or not, do not have written down 1-888-920-2665. So call now, and we'll talk about your money and your real estate, and if you want to Tell me what you thought of the debate. I'd like to hear that as well. Uh, but before I go to the break, I want everyone to know, Mike Roy, you should make a note of this. How would you like uh, an $800 laptop computer for $175? Um, yes, please. <laughs> okay. Go to New Egg, N-E-W-E-G-G, one word, New Egg. Dot com and search on T420. T420. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you more about that because this is the deal of the century. They seem to have a lot of them. I've already got mine here in my formerly nicotine stained hands, and it's fabulous. So, Mike, why don't we take a very short break? 404 371 And it's time now to take you higher and higher. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jackie Wilson. are back. It's the John Adams Radio Show, where I remain unbossed and unbought by the grace of God and the Second Amendment, or the First Amendment, to the Constitution of the United States. I guess the Second Amendment works, too. <laughs> I don't well, know I do have a gun here. <laughs> For your show, though. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, if you're going to do, if you're going to be on St. Simon's Island, there's only one way on and one way off. <laughs> And that's why I, I carry a nine millimeter. I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's one of those places. 
Uh, yeah. No, I don't have uh, hollow point bullets. When when the president was here during, uh, what was that, G8? The G8 summit? Do you remember all that? The, yeah, yeah, the, so I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could not get on or off the island without explaining to the Secret Service who you were and where you were going and why. Right. Nobody on, nobody off. And and they, <laughs> we rented one of our houses down here to a guy, and, and I said to him, uh, now look, you need to understand that during this time period there may be some difficulty, uh, you know, because the, the leaders of the free world are coming uh, down here to have their conference, and there may be some disruption. And and I just want you to be aware of it. You might want to reschedule your your trip. And uh, he said, "Oh, I don't think it'll be a problem. I'm with the Secret Service." Wow. <laughs> he, he he didn't have a problem, <laughs> but he rented one of my houses. I wonder if they did a background check on me. This is true. One of our houses backs up to St. Simon's uh, McKinnon Airport. And they built or assembled a Patriot missile array behind our house. And if you've ever seen one of those things, they are impressive. This is, this is what Israel has all around the country to knock down incoming missiles. And uh, I said something about it to this guy, and he said, Yes, sir, Mr. Adams, your house is either one of the safest places in in the world, or one of the most dangerous places in the world. No in between. There's no in between. So I don't know, but they took it away, and it's okay with me. So anyway, uh, call me now. Four zero four three seven one eight thousand. Let's talk a little about what's going on in the world of real estate. Interest rates continue to be low because people are worried, and it has to do. Um, uncertainty about the economy. I don't, you know, the the market is got the jitters, and some people are suggesting that the stock market is in dangerously high territory, and that uh, maybe a correction is on the way, um, and that might not be a bad thing. But in the meantime, thirty-year fixed rate mortgages continue to be under four percent, or right around four. Um, and 15-year fixed-rate mortgages continue to be just a shade over 3%, and which is just amazing. And again, my recommendation, I know I sound like a broken record, but if you, you don't care if you've heard it before or not, this is the right time, my friends, to take any adjustable debt that you have whether it is a home equity line of credit that's based on the prime interest rate, and I know prime is, is zero or one or whatever whatever your bank happens to say it is, it's extremely low, but that will change. In fact, Janet Yellen, uh, who is Federal Reserve Chair, has said it has to change. But, of course, nobody knows when or by how much. But my point is, if you lock in now... Some thirty-year money. I'm mean, sorry. Some fifteen-year money at three point oh 
6% or some very low rate like that, you are going to be very glad that you did. And that, to me, is a pressing issue right now. Another pressing issue, I would like to know what y'all think about smoking in rental properties. Do you allow, or does your landlord allow you to smoke in the property? Um, Mike Roy, why don't you look up what percentage of Americans used to smoke and what percentage now smoke? And I, I have to admit, I'm one of them. I have formerly nicotine-stained hands. I, um, I'm guessing that at one time, close 40% of the American population, adults, smoked cigarette or tobacco products. And I'm guessing now that's down to 25 to 30. Well, I'm looking here, and it says um, in the mid-60s when cigarettes were everywhere, or, yep. Well, maybe that was a little after cigarettes were, but anyway, fifty-four uh, percent of adult males were smokers, and twenty-one percent were former smokers. And in two thousand eight, granted that was seven years ago, but still, uh, I don't think that really matters too much. Twenty-three uh, percent were smokers, and twenty-four percent were former smokers. Wow. Yeah, that's that's quite the drop for the smokers. That is quite a drop. That's more than I thought. The former smokers Although is it's close, interesting, but... it's interesting to me, Margie and I, as you know, uh, on occasion, like, for example, this is the John Adams birthday month. As you know, we used to have a day. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm taking a call. Hang on one second, John. Oh, okay. All right. uh, uh, as you all know, this is the John Adams birthday month. We okay. started... In fact, with a uh, a day, and we found that a single day celebration was not enough to quench the international thirst. So then we had the John Adams birthday week celebration, and we finally, several years ago, just had to go to the entire month of August. Um, so we have entered the birthday month, but occasionally Margie and I like to um, have an adult beverage, and we will go to a purveyor of adult beverages, and those used to be smoky places. Not anymore. Nope, not at all. Not at all. And uh, to, to me, that's just representative of a change. So why don't we do this? I see we have a special call on line one. Mike, why don't we go ahead and knock out our um, obligation to make some obscene profits here? Sounds like a plan. And when we come, we're going to go to my friend Arnie and Tyrone. Those of you that would like to join us, please call me, 404-371-8000. I'm John Adams. We'll be right back. I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous at the best. And we are back. You're way on top now. You're way on top now. Since you left me. Since you left me. I'm You're so sorry. Slapping. 
Well, anyway, we're back. It's the John Adams Radio Show. I am he. Let not your heart be troubled. Simply delighted to have you on board today. Coming to you live from St. Simon's Island. Coming back tomorrow. And uh, uh, we've had some nice weather down here. It's, it's, it's almost this is Georgia-like weather. Beautiful day, hot, and then it rains in the afternoon for about 30 minutes. Everything gets a good dousing, and then bingo, all of a sudden, out comes the sun again. And that's what I remember growing up. Let's go to my friend Arnie, calling from Tyrone. Hello, Arnie. How are you, my friend? Hey, John. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, I just wanted to comment on the fact that I was down at Red State. I was there for a whole meeting here. Yeah, did you get a chance to hear Carly Fiorina? I did, and she was excellent. We were in a big auditorium, watched the whole five uh, five uh, o'clock debate and the other nine o'clock debate. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I have to admit, I just did not know much about her. I, I knew who the name was. But uh-huh. if you had asked me any of her positions or if she had a chance or... I would have just said, nah, probably not, or, you know, I don't know that much about her. Same thing, Dr. Ben Carson. But the two of them impressed me. Now, you've seen them in person, and sometimes in person is a little different than on TV. What were your impressions? That's correct. She was there uh, in person at the, at the Red State program, and uh, we certainly enjoyed her speech, and she was very, very impressive. Now, unfortunately, Ben Carson was not there in person. Oh, but uh, Carly was, and she did a fine job. And, of course, our favorite man, uh, Mike Huckabee, spoke very kindly of the fair tax. He was a uh, big you on know, that. he did. He did, <laughs> and I was so impressed that he was willing to, uh, yeah. uh, during the uh, televised debate, just step right up and say, you know, the yep. fair tax is the way to go here. Right. Uh, yeah, he- but then I was, I have to admit, I, I was surprised when he was so defensive of Social Security um, when it just seems real clear to me something's got to give. We, You know, Social Security was put in place as a last uh, safety net, not as a primary uh, retirement mechanism, and now you've just got a lot of people on it who simply don't need it. And I know they paid into it, but the money that they paid into it was spent years and years ago. Yeah, you're correct there, but I think he's uh, definitely going to, uh, I think he has something in mind for it, uh, as uh, Cup Rubio had a big plan for it, and I'm sure that a couple others are going to talk about it. Well, I but, hope so. I, I just, you know, the the truth of the matter is, as a lifelong Democrat, I am looking for fundamental change in America. You're absolutely correct. We need a complete change from from what we've had this last uh, six and a half years. And I don't care if it's Donald Duck is the nominee. If Donald can get the job done, I'm going to vote for him. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, if we had to go in the ballot today, behind that booth today and point it out, I could not. I'm going to have a really tough time because I'll tell you, there's 17 really good contestants there. 
And I was highly impressed with Ted Cruz after I saw him live on stage here. That's good. You know, I also have been impressed with Cruz. I mean, with, uh, yeah, Ted Cruz. I'm I'm thinking of Marco Rubio. What was he like? Very good. He did a great job. My wife's swooning over him. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think that's going to affect you and me very much. Yeah. <laughs> she was she was born and raised in Florida, so she's uh, well impressed with him. Here's here's what I and, and this is something I think most Americans would agree on is that if somebody comes here legally, they're willing to live by our rules. They come here under our laws and they obey those laws and pay their share of taxes, they're welcome in this country. Absolutely. If they come here legally, Yeah, that's right. And that's the way I feel. And we've got a lot of our fine folks from South America, Central America, and Mexico that want an opportunity to come into this country and work hard and, and build a better life for their kids. I don't have any problem with that, but I think we need to have some sort of pass to citizenship. I don't know what it is, and I'm not in favor of amnesty, but we've got to seal the border before we can figure out what to do next, because we don't even know how many people we're talking about. You're absolutely correct, John. That's that's a bad situation, but uh, we can build houses for them all when they get here, can't we? Oh, Lord, I hope so. (laughs) We can rent them one. (laughs) Well, I hope so. Listen, right. Arnie, I've got to run because I'm overdue for a break, but God bless you, and uh, thanks for checking in. I'm proud of you for going to the that Red State gathering. If I'd been in yeah. town, I would have gone. But, yeah, it was uh, very, very impressive, very impressive. So, well, that, what, that means, what that means to me is we've got a good shot at changing direction, and I think uh, and I'll be interested in what you have to say to what I'm about to say, but... I just feel like if we don't somehow start getting back to the founding fathers and what they envisioned as a shining light on a hill, then we're just not going to be much of a country at all. Amen to that. All right, very good. Arnie, thanks a lot. Appreciate the call. Uh, Mike, let's go ahead and take a very short break. It's 43 minutes after the hour. And when we come back, I'll be taking your calls at 404 371 8000. 404 I'm John Adams. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. It's the John Adams Radio Show. I am he. We've got some educational opportunities coming up you need to know about, and I want to tell you about them right now. We've got a webinar. Archie, how can they sign up for the webinar? Oh, okay. In two minutes, I'll tell you how to (laughs) sign up for the webinar. (laughs) We're going to be doing it Tuesday. At uh, Mike, I'm getting the feedback of me in my ear. There, that's better. Thank you. 
Well, actually, I can still hear myself in my ear. There's a mic open there, believe it or not. Why don't you leave your mic closed like it is now and say, Hello, John. Hello, John. Hello, Mike. I can hear you loud and clear. There's a mic open in there, and you just don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. I don't see it. Well, I know you don't believe it, but it's the truth. I can, I can hear you. All right, uh, we got a set. We got a webinar Tuesday at three o'clock in the afternoon, and then again seven p.m. Tuesday. It's called the Top Ten Mistakes Landlords Make, and how you can avoid them. And I am seeing, particularly this year, more and more landlords who are struggling to make ends meet, who are seeing their expenses escalate, uh, their property maintenance costs skyrocket, their turnover is high. And they just are struggling. And I can help these people. Um, and I'm not exactly sure. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Mike, why don't we take a short break while you work on whatever it is I'm concerned about here. We actually don't have here. any breaks left, John. Well, <laughs> how about a public service announcement? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I Run a PSA and... And see if you can figure out how I won't hear myself in my ear, because it is terribly... Now, this is not mixed minus. I know mixed minus is in, but I am hearing a uh, me being broadcast in the studio. I have an idea. Why don't you put a headset on and turn down the, the broadcast of me in the room that you're in? I don't know. Yes, that's much better. I think it is anyway. Yes, that's much better. All right. Now, if anybody wants to register or find out more about this webinar, you can go to money99.com and click on register for the free webinar. This is only going to be 30 minutes, and you're going to get a 26-page downloadable PDF that details the top ten mistakes landlords are making and how you can avoid them. You'll end up boosting your revenue. You'll end up minimizing your expenses, keeping your good tenants longer, and getting rid of bad tenants. So that's going to be on uh, Tuesday at 3 and at 7. So you can sign up right now. Now let's talk about what else is coming up because a week from Tuesday night, I'm going to be meeting with you at the Marriott Century Center at 7 p.m., where we're going to be talking about landlord survival training. Landlord survival training, and we will look at what it takes today to be a landlord. Uh, we'll go into detail. The reason we do these three-hour seminars is that it allows us to go into a lot more depth than we can in a one-hour radio show or even a 30-minute webinar. Um, believe it or not, Mike Roy insists that I allow him to take commercial breaks every now and then. And that sort of uh, breaks up the show, if you will. But when we have three hours together, we can really get in-depth on these topics. I can really share some great strategies and techniques that have worked for us. And I can share with you some stupid things that we have done that didn't work that you don't want to get involved in. You know, I think a lot of people think, oh, John Adams, he's, he never makes a mistake. I make more mistakes than anybody. 
And, and that's certainly one of the areas where um, I've made plenty of mistakes is in landlording, and all of that has gone into this Landlord Survival Training Seminar. Uh, so we're going to be Tuesday the 18th at the Marriott in the evening. Wednesday the 19th, I'm going to be at the Ramada in Marietta, Atlanta. Now let me tell you where that is. It's at Delk Road and I-75. Right next to that, well, it's actually across the expressway from Dave and Buster's, if that makes any sense to you. So it's just the Ramada, Marietta, Atlanta North, I think is what they call it. Um, but that's from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. So for those of you who are in the real estate business, if Wednesday is a slow day for you, that would be great to come to the Ramada. We're going to have some fun there. And then the same thing on Thursday, the 20th. 10 to 1, again, I'm going to be at the Northeast Atlanta Metro Association of Realtors. We'll be at Neymar up in Duluth. So you've got three opportunities uh, to, to come visit with me and spend three hours. Again, we'll have a full manual. But uh, the more pressing issue is to sign up for the free webinar, and you can do that right now by going to money99.com. Now, let me share with you, if I might, some of the things that we're going to be talking about during this webinar because uh, uh, it really is going to be worth your while if I can just get there for a second. There we go. Hold on. All right. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Um, we'll be talking about, uh, obviously, related to landlording or property management. One of the things that has popped up that is really scaring the heck out of people is this legal trend toward premises or landlord liability. In other words, uh, I have a slip and fall at my property, and guess what? You're going to have to pay me for it. And that's that whole idea is just become very popular recently, and I don't know exactly why, but it certainly has. Um, and and uh, there are things you can do right now that will protect you against the likelihood of being sued. And let's talk about a couple of those things right now. Number one is to uh, make sure your property is safe. And how do we do that? One of the things we have started doing, actually for about 10 years now, is at least once a year, preferably once every six months, we do a safety inspection of the property. And the advantage of a safety inspection is it gets me in the house or gets somebody in the house. Uh, and uh, I used to get objection, well, I don't want anybody to come in my house. I say the insurance company is requiring it. This is not optional. The insurance company, I like to blame things on other people so it's not my fault, especially with tenants, because they'll whine otherwise. They all go to whining school, that's right. So anyway, uh, the insurance company is requiring it, and uh, you don't have to be there, but you're welcome to be there. And I give people seven days' notice and say, we're coming on this day. Well, you can't come, I won't be there. It's okay, we've got a key. And remember, under the lease, they can't change the keys without giving me one. So we're going to come on anyway at the announced time, and I don't mind working with them. But if I don't go, I send somebody I trust uh, to do the inspection, and I have a checklist of about 50 things. And it's everything from uh, are the uh, uh, furnace filters 
reasonably clean. If they're not, they can cause a fire. Uh, so that's one thing. Are, uh, are there any obvious electrical problems? Are there any obvious plumbing leaks? Uh, are there any stairs that are um, feel unsafe for any reason? You know, it's just the nature of the universe to move toward decay and discord. And that'll happen with a house if you leave it to tenants all the time. So that's just one of the things that we'll be talking about. Another issue that we will be discussing at this uh, uh, on the webinar is the issue of a smoke-free environment and how you go about getting that. And, Mike Roy, this is one of the reasons I had asked you earlier and was so pleased and surprised to see smoking down uh, in the 25% range. And it's not that I have, I'm opposed to smokers. I think you have a right to smoke, but just not in my face and not in my property. If you want to smoke where you live, you need to find a place where the landlord allows it. We do not have constitutional rights to smoke tobacco products. The court's already ruled that. And so the key here is um, if you prohibit smoking in your property, especially if it's a duplex or a quad, you're going to have better quality tenants. And that's just all there is to it because three out of four people don't want to be around it particularly. So uh, how can you do that legally? How long does it take to phase it in? And what needs to be in the lease agreement? Again, these are all things that we're going to be covering on the webinar. So the name of the webinar is Top 10 Things, uh, Top 10 Mistakes Landlords Make and How You Can Avoid Them. It's free. It'll be this Tuesday at 3 p.m. on the Internet, and then again at 7 p.m. And you can sign up for free right now by going to money99.com and clicking on the button that says Register for the Webinar. Mike, how are we doing on time here? Well, that's about it. Folks, that's the 3 Mark IV of the you John knew that Adams was coming. Radio Show. <laughs> and on behalf of Mike Roy, I'm John Adams reminding you, your financial future is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. Make your choice a good one. So long, everybody. 